1: We're embracing revival and we said for revival to continue, there's going to be four things. What are those? Praying, uh-huh, preaching, pastoring, planting. Again, praying, preaching, pastoring, planting, praying, preaching, pastoring, planting. And so we started by talking about prayer. And we said all oh, the revivals in history including the dominant one in the book of acts were preceded by prayer no prayer no revival it's as simple as that that's why you as a person should start praying seriously and we say and and, and then you need to go for uh, wherever there's prayer there's flow prayer on wednesdays there's prayer in your cohorts every day five o'clock Uh, That's every weekday apart from Wednesday. That's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So we are praying. We are praying. Why? Because we are embracing revival. Revival doesn't come and shock you when you are not praying. No. It is preceded by prayer. Book of Acts, they prayed 10 days. Then revival broke out azusa street revival people were praying for many days seven hours sometimes a day uh the revival which was moravian revival they were praying and the holy spirit came then they had a 100 year round the clock prayer meeting prayer chain every day two people were praying every single hour for 100 years the Moravians and they sent out lots of of missionaries Makes sense you understand what I'm talking about so then we said praying alone might cause a revival but does not sustain a revival what happens once we experience the move of the Holy Spirit what's the next thing evangelism, yeah. And we say, praying must lead to preaching. Praying leads to preaching. Where are the people? Some people, I think they are, they are used to going to churches where well. when you enter, your mouth stops working until you get out. No, no, this is not the one. Here, we rejoice. We make noise we become chaotic yeah yeah you know god is not afraid (laughs) yeah so and bible says in your presence there is what fullness of joy not halfness of joy no fullness so when you sense that your joy is not too full you can always top it up once you come into the presence of the lord so we say praying leads to preaching and that's the one um, that's the one we are stressing it's not enough to pray we must go and preach preaching is evangelism telling people about jesus the best approach is you tell your story how god changed your life and then invite people to consider following jesus amen And last week we are saying that you are anointed to preach so if you want to know if you're anointed you have to go for evangelism every time you hear your mission committee is going for evangelism go that's the only way you will know if you're anointed because we can't tell you're anointed by just looking at you you see because this sunday morning i've dressed up nicely more than when i dress up when i'm watching tv at home You might think that i'm anointed because of the way i'm dressed but i want to assure you that dressing is not a sign of anointing what a shock yeah some of you are very smart this morning and we thank god but we will not be deceived into thinking that because you are incredibly smart you are also a- a- anointed. The only way we can tell you anointed is the results. Yeah. The wind bloweth whither it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. Such is everyone born by the Spirit. You can only tell by the effects of the wind that the wind is blowing. Without the effects, you can never tell that the wind is blowing. So you can only tell a person is anointed by the effects not by their tweets or facebook updates but rather the preaching bible says jesus is done who said the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach you are anointed to preach is that is that clear guys Anointed to preach the gospel. That's the first thing. Hey. But the guy is also on the projection. They are tough this morning. All the scriptures I've said, they've not put up even one single one. I think they are waiting for me to quote the Apocrypha then. Wow. He has anointed me to what? to preach yeah now when the Holy Spirit comes many other things happen you can laugh you can shake you can cry you can vibrate you can scream you can uh, feel good yeah but all of that uh, is not the primary purpose or sign what's the primary purpose or sign preach is to preach we're anointed to preach worship harvest do not neglect the work of preaching it's not for only me all the pastors it's every single person okay unmarried every person in this church It's <laughs> called to preaching congratulations pastor quaker everyone in this church must participate in what 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 what, what? preaching you see those salvations we announced 1500 what 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 it's not the pastors no it's people like you who go out and tell your friends about the gospel amen Amen. now that's what we looked at last today i want to add a little bit to that and tell you the fact that preaching saves cities say it with me preaching Preaching saves 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 cities. cities now say it together preaching saves cities preaching saves cities and that is true as we are going to find out now i had this quote in a book by rick Joyner, and i'm going to start with it and then make my case Unrighteous Jonah saved a city through preaching, while righteous Lot did not save a city through living a good example. Hey, I try again. I I know I know you're being convicted. That's why you're quiet. Yeah unrighteous Jonah saved a city through preaching while righteous Lot did not save a city through leaving a good example. In fact I'm going to flip it. Let's, let's first leave Rick join us. Let me bring in mine. Unrighteous Jonah saved a city through preaching Righteous Lord, destroy the city by being a, living a good example. I am going to wait until, yeah, that, that's the statement of that day. For those who are tweeting, that's tweetable. For those who are putting WhatsApp updates, that's WhatsAppable. For those who are posting Facebook, that's Facebookable. And in case you want to put Instagram with my picture, that's Instagram. Hey, what about? Yeah. Look, that people they be as if they have never laughed their whole life. You laugh today. You need it. Now I was saying unrighteous donor, a guy who was running away from God and was a problem, saved the city. By preaching. Right here, Slot, the guy who lived among them for years and was a great example, succeeded in destroying the city because he did not preach to them. Are you with me? Yeah. Church, are you with me? Yeah. Hmm. Here goes. It's another statement I wanted to make. It's it's loading. It's loading. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has come. It has loaded. Now, have you ever heard this statement? It's so intellectually correct and sounds almost as if it's from heaven, but it is from hell. And it is ascribed to one of the great saints in the church who actually didn't say it. But you know when you get something fake and you want people to believe it, you can say it's Pastor Blesso who said it, even though he never said it. And this is a statement. I'm going to say this statement. You've heard it before. You may even have heard it from me and I repent. This is a statement. Preach the gospel at all times and if necessary, use words. Who has ever heard of that statement? Preach the gospel at all all times, and if necessary, use words. Yeah. And it is alleged that it was said by Saint Francis of Assisi, who actually never said it. Now, that statement sounds so wise, but it's the wisdom of the world, and it's demonic. It's hellish. Preach the gospel at all times. What they are saying by being an example, and if necessary, use words. They are saying, don't talk about it. No, 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 no. Of course, you need to be a good example. Otherwise, who will, who will, who will believe you? No one will believe you. That's, look, some things are best Christianity. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't kill, you shouldn't sleep around, you should, be a good, you should be generous, you should be the one helping everyone. So, we are past that. We are past that kind of Christianity where you have to be convinced not to live like the devil when you follow Jesus. So I'm not talking to those people this morning. I'm talking to those people who have believed the lie that if you keep showing up at work and being a great example to everyone, somehow one day they will believe. They will not. And you are not the first one. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I am one of those people... Who did not do crazy things growing up? Yeah, like up to now, I'm not sure I actually know what alcohol tastes like. If you put me on the spot and decide, tell us, I, I'm not sure I know. Yeah, I've never done all the things that people growing up do. Guess how many people got saved as a result of my example exactly zero yeah the first time anyone got saved because of my life i was at makaria university at the end of my first year in main christian union we went for a mission in Mukono district those days it was rural and we reached there late at night and the next day they paired us up and said you're going out for door to door i had never done anything like that i was so scared but there was nowhere to run so that morning we were quickly taken through the ABCs of the gospel i learned john 3:16. <laughs> yeah i did a romans what Ten, uh, 10, what verses are those? Uh, if you believe, you know, th- writers. But yeah, those verses there, Romans 10, from around 7 to 14. Uh, and one in, one in Second Corinthians, something about today is the day of salvation. Yeah. So, armed with three verses off we went for door to door. That's the first time anyone ever got saved because of my existence as a Christian. The very first time. What a shock! Meanwhile, I've been a Christian for many years. And I was also a good Christian. I was a good example. At least publicly. All the sins I had were very private and unseen yeah like one of the worst sins for people like me is pride those who didn't do all the terrible things and it's worse than over the others because it's very hard to detect you see a wound on outside on your body is so much easier to treat than one inside which can't be seen what makes cancer very dangerous is that why people have it, they don't know they have it. Yeah. But a wound on the knee, it, it, yeah, you deal with it immediately. So some of you here who have been in church for many years, you might be carrying very undetectable sins. That's why in all the things we do here at church, including missions, evangelism, etc, it's so much easier to work with people who got saved recently than the, than the yeah. Than the spiritual demagogues who have been in church since P two. Yeah, very hard. It takes a serious kind of repentance to humble yourself and say, I- "I'm going to go for evangelism." On on Friday we were at Chira for Victory Night. Come on now, yeah. People got saved. I I looked, I asked for the list. They sent me the list this morning. Ten people, real people with phone numbers. And I was making sure they are all being followed up so they go for garage. And people got healed of different things. Now, I... Why are we doing Victory Night? We are obeying Jesus. Yeah. It's easy to say, uh ah-ah. Let them find us here on Sunday if they want to get saved. And for those of you who didn't come for Victory Night, we see you, we see you. We see you. You don't want to participate in evangelism, you people. What up? What's up, man? So, I was telling you, my, what do they call it? Two good issues, something. Good two-shoes life didn't save a single soul until i was on campus and we had to go to the those villages and i didn't even know the scriptures that's that's when people started getting saved as a result of my being saved preaching preaching and some of you this morning you may have come and you're not saved you have never given your life to jesus today is the day of salvation. In fact, someone here, you probably came to give your life to Christ. You're like, ah, little. You're in the right place. Yeah, we love you. This church exists for you. To help love you and walk with you and introduce you to the love of Jesus. Amen. Now, so, preach the gospel at all times and if necessary use words is from hell really yeah it's not of God there is nothing godly about keeping quiet when people are are perishing if say for example I was walking on this platform and I wasn't looking and I go to the edge and I'm going to what and you keep quiet is that love are you loving me Are you loving me by being quiet when i'm about to fall off so are we loving people by being quiet when they are on their way to hell we are not we are just protecting ourselves and that's not love the bible says greater love has no man than this that someone would give their life for their friends so being misunderstood is a much lower sacrifice than giving your life are you with me? Church, are you with me? Now let's look at Lot's life. Lot Second Peter 2, 4 to 8. Lot. This is Lot. Right here Lot. What does it say? For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment we are reading the bible by the way and so it helps when everyone participates next verse uh uh-huh. and did not spare the ancient world but saved noah one of eight people a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of sodom and Gomorrah into ashes condemned them to destruction making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly first leave that verse there and i tell you something now if you read of the bible you know that these two cities were well known for a particular activity or sin are are you with me now you also know that the These are not the only cities which had sinners in them. Are you there? Yeah, where are there other cities with other people sinning? Committing adultery? Stealing? uh, Killing? And whatever else? Yeah. Yeah. Or even idol worshippers? They didn't know God. At this time, only Abraham knew God. And... Lord are you following yes so there were so many cities with so many sinners can I tell you something else these were the days of grace the law had not been given to Moses yeah the days of Abraham were days of grace if you read of the Bible you know that very well in Galatians He says, for the law which came 430 years later could not annul the covenant of grace that was given to Abraham. Now, why did God destroy these cities? When there were other sinners in other cities who were also deserving of destruction. Do you know what he says? Making them an example. Yeah. He did it to reveal his heart towards this particular uh, sin. Yeah, it's like, I'm gracious, what, what, what? Even Abraham married his sister and got away with it, which is against the law. But this one, let me, tell, let me show you my heart towards this issue. Mm. So for those who are either uh, sympathetic with the issue or Yeah, why do we stress? Let everyone be. Yeah. I just want you to see God's heart about that issue. Because it's a, an issue that can destroy civilizations. Mm. Yeah, it's an issue that can destroy civilizations. I had Chris Hodges say something profound. He said the church in america he was speaking in america is caught up in a culture war against three things of which they've already lost one and are in the process of losing one and they are still standing against one but they have already also started losing and those three things are all opposed to god's initial command to man to be fruitful multiply and fill the earth and the three things are uh, 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 divorce abortion and homosexuality Is it? divorce yeah we are past that now it's, it's, not, it's almost irrecoverable so now the church has to take a pastoral stance yeah to help those who have gone through it and try and help others not to go through it but it's irrecoverable uh, divorce rates among Protestant Christians are almost 50%. Yeah, 51, I think. And born-again Christians, 33% in America. Born-again Christians, 33%. Other Protestant Christians who are not born-again, just nominal. I go once in a while, Christ, Christmas, Easter, that's at 50 so the church has to take a pastoral stance of let's help people let's just help people survive the trauma of going through it abortion in america it's uh, pretty much a lost battle Uh, now the last one is this one that is associated with sodom and gomorrah because once you have those three culture was lost properly then the fulfillment adam's thing uh, command no longer works yeah because people who are married to the same gender can't have children people who are divorcing uh, once their children see it they don't want to be married and to have children because they're like what i went through i don't want my children to go through it so i'll not have and abortion is obvious. No, ch- aborted children don't become, yeah, they can't have children. So sometimes you have to be a wise reader of the scriptures to understand the heart of God about certain things. Am I making sense? Yes. Hey, sh- quietness, press better. young are the church. Are you scared? No. You understanding? so this was to reveal the heart of god about this particular issue because of how dangerous it is to humanity there are countries that are irrecoverable population wise right now the only way they can continue functioning is by bringing in immigrants and all the countries that are struggling with numbers are the ones that have entertained this particular thing, and you know, pride comes before fall. and God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. So the next time you want to go for a pride march, just be mindful of those scriptures. Next verse. i'm teaching and delivered you people come back we are reading and delivered what righteous slots he was righteous who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day By seeing and hearing their lawless deeds, but never preached. He was too scared to preach. He was so righteous that in such a decadent society, he raised children who were virgins. When the angels were in his house and they were attacked that night, he offered his daughter, a virgin, to the men outside. I don't understand that logic. I'm just telling you what is in the scriptures. So, if you don't preach, you'll be forced to make the most unreasonable concessions. How can you be so pressed to the wall that you do a thing like that, offering your daughter to be raped by men as an alternative? how do you reach a point where offering your daughter to be raped is supposed to be the lesser sin? Do you know how you get there? By being a good Christian who keeps quiet about your faith and you're not preaching. And somehow you think God will send angels to preach the gospel. No. God will not send angels. The church is plan A as far as the gospel is concerned and that's you and I. Wow. So next time they call your MC for evangelism and you decline, just know you've joined in with right here, slot. You will soon be forced to make unreasonable concessions. Okay, 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 now guys, at least have this one. No. The, the, the worst evil comes Bishop Doug says that there are, country, there are countries, especially in French-speaking Africa, which once had majority Christians. Mostly, if it's French-speaking Africa, it was mostly Catholic Church. They are now ninety percent Islam. Yeah. You can, you can't. It's almost impossible to plant a church there. How, how did they get to, to that? being a good example not preaching not doing crusades not doing uh frontiers not doing door to door not inviting your unsaved friends to church not doing victory nights not doing all the things that we need to do now so that our children are not forced into certain concessions He says, righteous Lord. He says, that righteous man. Yeah. You're righteous. How, you know, how I know you're righteous. You accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can be righteous and you give up ground. But we are not going to allow that to happen. Shout out, not on my watch. I will preach the gospel. Yeah. Guys, this is serious stuff. Look, you are not wiser than God. Don't sit there and think that the scriptures are inferior to your wisdom. Yeah, don't even sit there and imagine that somehow you know better than God does. No, you don't. Are you righteous? Yes. How do I know? You, accept, you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Are you giving up ground? Yes. How? By not preaching, Jonah chapter three. Righteous Lot destroyed not one but two cities through his good example, while while unrighteous Jonah delivered the city by preaching. Hey, hey. Ah, so the purpose of this sermon is to get you from, to move from example to preaching. Let's read together. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. Now I can understand this is uncomfortable for everyone including myself. The comfort zone is a wonderful place but nothing of significance grows there. So while you're comfortable, here in church on our comfortable chairs singing comfortable songs in comfortable keys with comfortable sound with comfortable people around you we are not growing (laughs) we are going to get uncomfortable discomfort is the sign of growth yeah you never grow by being comfortable Every time you're growing, it's uncomfortable. When you go to a new class, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I remember going from P2 to P3, and they introduced multiplication. Back in our days, multiplication, you found it in P3, not nursery. You are used to addition and subtraction. They introduced multiplication and division. It was crazy yeah like we used to subtract now they have added these two dots around the minus sign and things have gone crazy yeah we used to add now they've flipped this additional thing and now things have gone crazy yeah things get crazy once you go from addition to multiplication there is need for some serious adjustment to the new levels of discomfort if you're going to multiply yeah so I asked it of course eventually I was very comfortable with yeah until p5 when they brought prime numbers and and what prime numbers and what and, and, and that and that square eh, 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 eh. Yeah, yeah 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 squares and square roots where we were beaten we were beaten for those things my god so eventually you get used to it then you go to secondary school and things change. There you find interesting logarithms. calculations, logarithms. <laughs> where are they, where are those in a level. Where there are they logarithms all level. Yeah, logarithms, exponential functions, metrics. Uh, people ask you what are those. i know that math is composed at for so I'm wondering how you pass. Yeah. Matrix, what in, in uh, yeah, then then you su- we survived it. D1, yeah, yeah, then 11 months. My god, my goodness, numerical methods, integration, diffusion, trigonometry, mechanics you do one number throughout prep and you don't finish it from that book or by humphrey and talking crazy stuff now that's far from p p2 addition and minus but it's all mathematics so some of your christianity you're still in p2 and you're stuck there because it's comfortable Together, the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, gotten in the never that great city, and preach it. The message that I tell Now, first, 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 wait. We are moving too fast. The word of the Lord came to who? When? Now, some of you, you might think, if I refuse to go, God will let me go. He will find another person. The giftings and callings of God are without repentance. We like the gifting part, we don't like the calling part. If he has called you, he's not going to let go. Think about it. Jonah is told to go to Neve, he goes into a ship to go to Tashish. Why didn't God say, stupid boy, let me find another person to send to the Neve. No, he went f- after him there in that ship. It's like, you will go, I tell you to go. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a doomsday preacher at all. I'm a grace preacher, but I can tell you some of you, some of the things you are going through, is because you are on your way to Tashish, and you're sailing against the wind, and you don't even know it. Yeah, ask yourself, why is life so hard? You when you look at me, does do I look like my life is so hard? No, my life is not hard. Do you know why? I allowed. Yeah, I said, okay, 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 I'll preach. Yeah, you, you're still there on the boat to touch it. Wind, what, waves, wells, oh, yeah, watch guy. guy. I was listening to Bishop Duggan saying, a well is like just the thickness of it. It's like a five-story building four-story building like yeah. like a well, it will be from here to the roof not the length the the, the the thickness yeah so it's very easy to be very comfortable inside there and for those who wonder how did you survive in a well, yeah you can't live in a four-story building by yourself it's just that there, there is all sorts of minira coming your way and uh plankton and when 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 it baps <laughs> so you don't know whether it's oxygen or carbon dioxide today it's just that's how some of your lives are yeah three days i, I just if you let me out i will go <laughs> Ah, 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 ah. Why why, why don't you want to go? God is serious about his mission. You think he'll let you go? (laughs) Next verse. (laughs) (laughs) So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh. According to the word of the Lord, are you reading? Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent pastor Anja and pastor blesso come up and jonah began to enter the city on on the first day's walk then he cried out and said uh-huh together let's let's cry it out like preachers uh uh-huh, what did he say yet 40 days and Nineveh never shall be overthrown look this was a sharp anointed sermon. yeah there were no points yeah this there were no points. Yeah. The guy had only one one a one line sermon. Yet forty days and he never shall be overthrown. Yet for days and eh. Hey. No. <laughs> and no, he didn't go the three days. Look what happened. Next. uh uh-uh. now we before. Take me to the verse before and I show you what happened. He says, he began. Yeah. He began. He didn't finish the three days. He began. And what happened when he began? Next verse. Next verse. The people of Nineveh, what? Believed God, proclaimed a fast, put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. This is what's going to happen to you. When you just begin yeah. Some of you think preaching is so hard, you're going to tolerate a person, you give them and then after 40 years, you don't know whether he's saved or not. No, no, no. no. You just, We've been getting testimonies because we told you this is what God has told us to do as a church. You think you can save a person. Who here can save a person? Tell us, show us by your hands that me, I save people. You can't our role is to just preach. And God does the work of saving people. So the guy had just begun and they started repenting. And that's what we've seen. When people go out, they are like, I was just starting. And the guy said, I, "I Pray with me. Why? It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not a work of man. Amen. Next. Then what came to the king of Nineveh? Uh-huh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, sat in ashes, and he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles saying, "Let neither man, nor beast heart, nor flock taste anything, Don't let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be. Covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God, Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Continue going, continue going. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Next. Then God saw their works, that they had turned from their evil way and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them and he did not do it yeah how much time did jonah have to be a good example to the people of nineveh none he didn't have an example in case in fact he had, he had a bad example what he had was a message a message ask your neighbor do you have a message or you only have an example And what happened when jonah decided to preach even the kings joined jonah international ministries the king of nineveh was a staff member he was the one saying what do we need me to do tell the people to fast okay you have it covered everyone fasting sackcloth for both people and animals i mean that was the time you must have been in the sackcloth business because business was booming Are you with me do you understand are you going to preach are you sure let's stand on our feet and just start praying and and receiving this message and allowing God to work in our hearts thank you Jesus we bless you thank you for the invitation Thank you for the invitation to the ministry of the gospel. We say yes this morning, Lord. We say yes. We say yes. We say, say have your way. Come on, people. Pray, 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 pray. Don't be quiet. Don't be quiet.
2: Oh, we say yes, Jesus. We say yes to you. We say yes. We will preach. We will preach.
1: We will preach. And cities shall be saved. Towns shall be saved communities shall be saved families shall be saved
2: we bless jesus we bless jesus
1: thank you jesus now friends the first step towards this journey is first of all accepting jesus because how will you preach about him you have not encountered you have not experienced and you know accepting jesus as your lord and savior is a very simple process the bible says that with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made to salvation so you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth The Bible says, whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You're not too far from being saved. There are no kind of sins that you can commit that can prevent you from being saved. In fact, the only sin that will take people to hell is refusing the sacrifice that was made for our sins. So as everyone is praying and as everyone is minding their business, if you're here and you have never given your life to Jesus, I'm going to pray for you a simple short prayer and you'll be saved amen 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 so if you're there just put your right hand up i want to pray with you thank you my brother i see your hand i thank you i see your hand can i yeah more people more people there are more people here who, who are giving their lives to jesus someone is walking to where you are. i need pastors elders just to walk thank you Thank you, Director Grace, for joining my brother there. Hands up. Where you are, we will pray with you where you are. Wherever you are, just put your hand up straight so that we can see you. More hands. I'm seeing more hands going up, more hands going up. Thank you, Jesus. Upstairs, is that a hand? If if you put it up straight, I will know what to do. Someone should go upstairs. Just say, you know what? Today is the day of salvation 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 and those who are getting saved today may god make you a mighty preacher of the gospel so that others will come to know through you now the, the people who are being prayed for i want uh who is in charge here i need cards who has the salvation cards where are they Jesus, yeah 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 thank you pastor Steve come I need I need more hands because you're going to take the cards where they are. we don't have any, enough time just just go where are those hands again just put them up where you are they're going to bring the cards to you we want to walk with you the journey so that you're not walking alone amen someone will call you will follow you up and we will be able to walk there. there's someone upstairs. I need a card there. Uh, thank you. There's still a, a hand at the very back where there's no card yet. There's a hand to my left. Thank you, Jesus. Have you. your mercy and use forever. You, Lord, you are good. Have your mercy and use forever. Can we pray with our brothers and sisters? As they receive Christ, so just pray this after me, Amen. Just say, "Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you for salvation. Thank
2: you for salvation. Thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you for giving your life for me.
1: I give my life to you. I give my life. I receive you. you as my Lord and Savior.
2: I receive you as my Lord and Savior.
1: I accept the sacrifice you have made for my sins. The
2: sacrifice you have made for my
1: sins. Take my life." and do something significant with it do
3: significant.
1: Fill, me with your spirit,
3: fill me with your spirit
1: that i may walk mighty in the land, that in the land. Amen, amen amen now can there be some celebration in this house for our brothers and sisters who have joined
0: The word says that pray
2: in tongues is a sign that you have received the Holy Spirit. So everyone who knows how to pray in tongues, just pray. Lift your voices. Thank you so much because you've
0: got the desires of
1: our hearts
0: just keep praying, just to pray. Receive the Holy Spirit
1: right now in the name of Jesus.
2: Thank you, Jesus. bankages, the bankages, the bankages, the
0: bankages, the bankages, the bankages,
2: the bankages, 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 but the spirit of the Lord is in this place.
0: You have
2: received the Holy
0: Spirit.
2: And there's a
0: book of the You have received the Holy Spirit.
2: Thank you
0: have received the Holy Spirit. Thank you, the Holy
2: Spirit.
0: There is healing in this room today. Yes. Wherever you are online, God is moving and He is healing. I got the picture of someone who was itching, itching greatly. You're itching in places you did not know existed. Receive your healing right now. In the yes. name of Jesus. Yes. We command the itching to stop. Yes. itching, receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. There's a particular person who was like, okay, where what, what is the itching? For me, mine is in the head. Receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. For your scalp, for your skin, for someone else somewhere very private, receive healing in the name of Jesus. I also got a picture of someone else bent over in pain. I command you to rise up right now. I command all that pain in your system to go away and to disappear. I declare that is well. I declare that your intestines are well. Someone I see like I'm not, I command that not to, to open up in your intestines right now. And I command that pain to go in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Receive yes. your healing. Thank You're you in know. this room today and it's just you have something to You Just lay your hand where the pain is. Lay your hand where the issue is and I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you because by your stripes you were healed. Thank you because you are wounded. You are wounded. You are wounded. You are wounded for us. Those strengths are for us. So I speak healing to every part of the body right now. Someone, it's your back. I speak healing to your back in the name of Jesus. Someone, it's your mind. I speak healing to your mind right now in the name of Jesus. Someone, your eyes have been giving you issues. You're scratching them. I speak healing to them right now in the name of Jesus. Someone, it's your ears. You've been feeling pain at the back and, and just a discomfort inside. I speak healing to your ears right now in the name of Jesus. I speak healing to teeth right now. Someone has been going through sensitivity. Receive healing for your teeth. Receive healing for your throat in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Someone, your elbow, you've been feeling pain. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Someone, your right knee, suddenly this week you are walking and then you started feeling pain in your right knee. Someone has been having issues with your ankles. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Someone has been feeling pressure. Like you feel pressure in your legs. Receive you, healing in the name of Jesus. We command Lord. health to your bodies. You are a disease prison. And there's you. an outbreak of healing yes. in the name of Jesus.
3: Amen. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus for the healing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Acts chapter 4, verse 29 to 31. scripture says now lord look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant jesus christ this morning as apostle was teaching the sense i get is that god is giving you boldness to preach the gospel
1: yes
3: boldness you will say like like the apostle paul said for i am not ashamed of the gospel of jesus for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believes everyone here everyone watching me online i speak boldness to you to preach the gospel in the name of jesus you will not be afraid of anyone you'll not be afraid of any space you'll not be afraid of anything and as you pray I declare that God is going to confirm his word. Everyone just put out your hands like this. I declare that God is going to confirm his word with miracles, signs, and wonders that you're going to perform with those hands. you lay hands on the sick and they'll get healed. You will lead so many souls to the Lord as you preach the gospel. Lord, we receive boldness. Lord, we receive grace. Lord, we are no longer ashamed. You have not given us a spiritual fear but of power of love of a sound mind thank you lord that as you've blessed our apostle you are blessing us with utterance to speak the word thank you that for every one of us you're opening doors doors for us to preach the gospel in different places we receive it we give you thanks in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. Jesus. Yes. yes
1: Be lifted higher, everybody. Higher, be lifted higher. Jesus, should be lifted higher and higher, higher. Be lifted higher. Jesus should be lifted. Jesus should be lifted. Lifted high lord we thank you for what you've done today for salvation for healing for restoration restoring families restoring children to their parents parents to their children restoring marriages restoring communities restoring extended families restoring us as a nation that we shall be a nation that loves you and loves one another we bless you we thank you We honor you. May your name be praised. In Jesus' name. Amen. And friends, may God bless you. May He cause His face to shine on you and give you peace. May He open doors for you. We shut off every door of destruction, of sickness, of confusion. And we open to you the goodness of heaven, doors of promotion, doors of wisdom, the right relationships, cohesion. May all that and more be yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393 281 That is 0393 281 555.
3: We're taking territory.